Glad to have you here on Tech Trek. I'm one of your hosts, Jeff Kirk. I'm your other host, Jenny Kessler. Yeah, and today, a little bit special episode here. We're going to dig into the world of con yes. from a couple of different angles and look at the tech that was involved in both the 82 Wrath of Con movie with, mm-hmm. you know, such wonderful segments as everyone will remember as like, Kirk just looking at the camera and screaming con. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the into darkness version where um, maybe what troublesome at times Benedict Cumberbatch is playing con. Um, I mean, it's easy on the eyes for a lot of folks. Sure. I mean, he has the required intensity. He does have the required intensity. Um, And I think, you know, you've got a good contrast between him and, Chris Pine. Yeah, I feel like you have a little Benedict Cumberbeef, though. <laughs> I do have <laughs> Benedict Cumberbeef. You're, you're right. I, I come into this with a with a Cumberbeef. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a Montalban head. Uh, it may be. Um, I mean, well, that chest. Well, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Let's just start there with the tech. Holy smokes. That was real beef there, too. He must have been lifting some massive weights down there on um, on Seti 6. Yeah. (laughs) After he got marooned there. Yeah, so Khan, let's just talk about him for a second. He is a a bit of a super soldier. Yep. 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 Along the lines of Captain America and and those kinds of folks. Mm -hmm. And he, and we find him on SETI Alpha 6, having been marooned there by Kirk, right? Him and yep. his, his super soldier buddies. Yep, his crew that he woke up out of on the Botany Bay. The Botany Bay? Botany Bay? <laughs> Ekov's face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, one thing about. You gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Another guy's like, what's up with you? <laughs> If you ever think of the worst thing you ever did and then you just sort of bump into it on the job later. Uh, yeah. 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 So <laughs> I I'm didn't not... know that was being recorded. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. It's a little awkward. Uh, <laughs> now, I don't, I'm not familiar with the Botany Bay episode or if I've seen it, it's been. So, I'll, yeah, I can take us back a little bit, Jenny. So, and, and, and maybe this will help us kind of set the stage, right? Yeah. So, um, Khan, as you as you said um, a couple minutes ago, is a super soldier, mm-hmm. and actually he's the first instance of tech in what I was kind of going through my notes, because mm-hmm. I think you could count STEM, you know, eugenics, kind of as a tech, right? Yeah. 
Um, so he was genetically modified and engineered to become a super soldier with in incredible intelligence and also incredible strength. And along with that, a shocking charisma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, so he, also a really hardiness of constitution where it's difficult very, to kill. Yeah, he's, he's not easy to kill. Um, so he originated in um, an episode of the original series called The Space Seed where they, uh, the Enterprise crew is kind of floating along and they come across this sleeper ship. And they're like, what's in here? And then chaos ensues as they, they thaw out accidentally one yeah. of the pods, and it turns out to be Khan, who then manages to, at one point in the episode, wrest control of the Enterprise into his hands. Okay, well his capable hands very capable hands yeah. <laughs> um as he's now then also awoken his crew from their slumber of 400 years in mm. space just flying around <laughs> and the so botany bay is an interesting name um if we go historically right mm -hmm. that was the name of the ship that was also the name of the first penal colony in australia right. that was settled by the british empire so right. there's some you know, there's some little leaps and, <laughs> and, then, and then of course there's Botany 500, which made like the, the suits and stuff for Tatcha yep. hosts, Mer Griffin yep. and so forth. Yep. Um, and just to kind of when you when you think when you look at beyond, what is it? Star Trek Beyond or Into Darkness? Yep. Into Darkness. <clears throat> Into Darkness. That's really more along the lines of when they defrost the super soldiers. Timeline wise, realizing yep. that the jean jacket Abrams is uh, kind of <laughs> starting there instead of you know finding them already thought because there's that they're earlier in their career for sure than the folks um, in the original when they encounter them, yeah, yeah. I would say events at the end of Beat of Into Darkness mm -hmm. um, are even still before they would have discovered them in the original series timeline. So, yeah. Right. It was like yeah. getting their first five-year mission, for example. Mm -hmm. Well, that was three years into their five-year mission, they discovered Khan. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, so there's, with... there's some timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly. You know, kinda... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but it's satisfying in that you get the whole Khan story in, in one convenient package. Yeah. I agree. Um, so yeah, so what I wanted to maybe think about with with taking a look at these, right, was like the contrast of what would have been so big and such a massive change from what we saw in the original series mm -hmm. to the first con movie to then what our esteemed Abrams has done with it into Into Darkness. Because I think you know, that, that's been a, an often a, a, a flashpoint at times. Like, why is the tech look so different in mm -hmm. in the in, in the Abrams Kelvin verse versus what we saw in the Paramount movie run? I think, in my opinion, it doesn't matter. Like, no, it's <laughs> it's, it's still, all good stuff. It's still Star Trek. It's still characters that you know. And if Gene Roddenberry had had his hand on the t kind of tech that we could do now, 
I'm sure he would have made his show look like that. Yeah. You know, it, it, especially if he had the money for it because he was on a, you know, not even a shoestring budget, like, you know, pocket lint budget at times. Um, so I think that would be, that's where I wanted to maybe take us today in that, in that sort of conversation. Okay. So I took voluminous notes. Mm. I've got four pages of handwritten notes wow. in my trusty journal here. <laughs> I took zero notes. So well, I was a nerd and I still am a nerd. Oh, well, and no, and, I, and I, I approached it from a nerd standpoint. <laughs> I, I do that too sometimes. Um, this time I just decided to just enjoy it. Seat in my pants and enjoy it. Yeah. Because um, <clears throat> I always thought that The Wrath of Khan was the best of the original series movies story wise, even though four is my favorite. I mean, story wise, it, it it is a great story. Yeah. Because it doesn't leave. I mean, obviously they 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 make a loose end at the end. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really leave loose ends. Yeah. Except for Spock, and that was only because they were in contract negotiations. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, just just the the pace of the story is so good, mm -hmm. um, and and again, what they were able to do to make tech with the budget coming out of the the emotion picture, where they had kind of broken all the rules on what they could pay for a movie. <laughs> Um, and they were like, hold on, we, we can't spend this much next time. <laughs> so let's do something different here. Although um, they did have a, a sweeping shot of the Enterprise. Oh, because, they did. And there's a little guy jumping. I know. Um, he's like, see him waving. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. it's like, I'm surprised they didn't like also splice in audio of him like you yeah. know, over um Nergos Enterprise, you know, <laughs> you left the back seat open, you know, <laughs> watch out that Jeffrey's tube. <laughs> the gas cap's hanging off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but what I wanted to start with, mm -hmm. the first thing that I noticed, they really upped their game on bridge graphics yeah there's a lot going from on. the original series to 82 mm -hmm. like you've got like it, it, it you know it's 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 like the difference of going from a overhead transparency to a powerpoint mm -hmm. to make your presentation like they went from just all kinds of bleeping lights and buttons to like hey there's a screen with motion graphics on it yeah like <laughs> yeah. that might be easier to interpret than Hey, let's follow the sequence of lights again. Red, yellow, red, <laughs> yellow, green, red, yellow, green, yellow. Okay. Oh, that means that uh, we have a person trying to dock. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the, the bridge tech definitely stepped up quite a bit, um, which I thought was really cool. Uh, frequency jamming, that's new. Is it? I feel I, I mean, like, or I don't maybe this for. Okay. They would, they would often get jammed, but I don't think that they did the jamming. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry, raspberry jam. Uh, yeah, that... They're jamming the engines! <laughs> I wonder where, like, that jamming the comm system, like, that seems like it was a thing in the 80s, for sure. Oh, yeah. 
uh, just yeah. like you know, let's let's check in with the garbage men for a little while, like similar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Trend. Let's get the man on the street perspective. Yeah, <laughs> and not not just any man, the garbage man. The garbage man on the street. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I saw some fishy activity out there. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, male computer voice. Oh, I didn't pick that up. Yeah, it's like target acquired or something like that. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> that's not Majel. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a, there's that. And then so what I think is interesting in those is that we start, we actually see the Kobayashi Maru mm-hmm. um, like simulation, right? Which is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, I think... Um, you know, we, we, there's this mythology built up about it in both in both franchises, right? Um, we don't really see too much of it in the original. Um, in, in the original series, they just mentioned that Kirk beat it. Yeah. And then in in Khan, you see Kirstie Alley. Yeah. Uh, in the in the center chair, leading her her crew of of uh, original series <laughs> folks as well as new folks. Um, yeah, what was going they, on with that? What are they doing hanging around the academy? Like, yeah, are they are they advisors? Were they just chilling? Like, what happened to the Enterprise at the end of the first one? Is this this is a new Enterprise, isn't it? Because this is a refit Enterprise. Okay, because that like, and now Spock is the captain and Kirk is the admiral. Yep, and and you know, this is. One thing that was obnoxious in this story was a, was Kirk's midlife crisis and his mm. general grumpiness, or should I say, admiral grumpiness, uh, throughout. <laughs> yeah, he, and then it, it took Spock's dying to realize that he's still young. Yep. That that at the end, I was like, okay, I feel, <laughs> I feel young. Your best friend just died. Best friend just died, there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever of us goes first, Jeff, <laughs> just if anybody asks you how you feel, you just say, I feel you. I'm going to actually, well, if it's you, if you go first, <laughs> yeah. I will stand at your funeral and say, I feel young. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> oh, God. I might have to even toast that on Friday that you're going away. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I feel young. <laughs> For some reason. I no longer feel like a grumpy pants. <laughs> oh, but getting back to the Kobayashi Maru test, yeah. nothing quite compares to a lounging bones uh, at the end. Yes. Like, he's like, I don't know, just sort of casually laying on the floor. Well, it was ap- after the after the sort of death pose, but yeah. he was just sort of laying on one he's shoulder. He's kind of chilling. Yeah. And he just looks like you, a come-hither yep. toy. One of the things that I wrote down was leisure wear oh, all gosh. over the place. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they, it's like they, this is where, this is where I think Into Darkness does have the edge. Oh, for real. <laughs> because, man, I just am not digging the, uh, <laughs> the oh, vision they- of the costume <laughs> direction. <laughs> The burgundies. It looked like I finally figured out that the neckline looks like a top a top of a pair of wolf socks. Yeah. Like they're ribbed. 
Yeah, or like a bunch of coffee filters, you know, those ones that you put in like a bun coffee machine. Yeah. They just kind of like go around the neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and the, the sort of asymmetric, they still have and that flap going on. Is it a tech thing? Maybe you can answer this for me and you yeah. don't have to have an answer because yeah. remember, we always have that as a caveat. Look, I've got a lot of answers, Jeff. That's true. <laughs> is, the, is the part where the sometimes the uniform is unclasped? I think it's... Is it venting? Is it, is it <laughs> biometric? Is it... <laughs> it's a, a fashion choice. I don't know if it's like, if it's open, it's casual. And then if it's... They allude it's to formal. regulations about uniforms a lot, though. Yeah. Like, Kirstie Alley even talks about her hair. It's yeah. still regulation. Yeah. Like, it's like... Hold she... on there, Romulan. Like, <laughs> it's going to be okay. <laughs> She's not a Romulan. She is. She's a Romulan that got Posing adopted... As... I got, oh. got adopted by a Vulcan family and raised as a Vulcan. Did we learn this in this movie? It's in the books. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's a funny trick because if you watch Enterprise, um, that, that the Vulcan on that ship was put was a Romulan posting as a Vulcan. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> I say that. But they, Again, years after the series has ended, so I don't think yeah. <laughs> I don't think that anyone needs to come up in arms here. Yeah, but I um, think you know that was kind of rushed at the end because they they lost the last season or they got cut short a season early, so they were wrapping things up really fast. Yeah, we're way after. It's not it, not a tech note, but I did notice Koi showed up at Kirk's apartment. Yes. Did you see him do the Riker maneuver on the chair? No, no, I didn't. So, <laughs> Truthfully, it's the McCoy maneuver. Oh, well. Because Next Gen wasn't out then. Maybe No. Jonathan Frakes saw that so and was did, like, that's my move. Jonathan Frakes just learned from DeForest Kelly. There it is. Breaking news, folks. Breaking news. <laughs> I did notice... Well, what we've all known as the Riker maneuver actually originated <laughs> with yes. bones. Well, actually, you got to push your glasses up when you say uh, that. <laughs> um, Actually... <laughs> a slight correction here folks <laughs> <laughs> well Riker popularized the Riker maneuver <laughs> I think you'll be notice too obscure for you to remember but McCoy actually originated <laughs> it in at the con at Kirk's apartment for his birthday celebration <laughs> <laughs> only only real Trek fans will know that so about you know 23 minutes into the movie he might not have <laughs> caught it <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny though because that those two hanging out like they seem like an old married couple. Really do. Um, <laughs> they're not like frat brothers. They're like they're like a couple. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And maybe that's how older men friendships were like in the eighties. Well, it is. I, I've seen it with my father-in-law and his friend. Yeah. They're basically like an old married couple. <laughs> guys, they hunting all the time, and they. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, um, uh, no judging. It's fine. It's just, oh, yeah. It's just a funny yeah. thing. It, it's just a, like, you know, it's, it, at that point, Bones is the one pushing Kirk. Like, Kirk was always the one I felt mm -hmm. in the series was always pushing Bones to do something. And like, yes. Bones is like, like man, well, like, this, do this something. Is, this is the rare time we find Kirk in a funk. Um, 
and and Bones cautioning not to become like one of the antiques in his home, which yeah. is strewn with old revolvers and yeah. like swords and shit, like really military, a lot of old timey military. I thought I was walking into like a Game of Thrones set <laughs> for a second there. <laughs> the old West. Yeah. The old saloon. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it had like like kind of an 80s high-rise apartment look to it. It definitely felt like it could have been out of an 80s like crime time soap opera. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Life in the city. Yeah. <laughs> He's seen some stuff and now he has an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> He's so sad about it too. <laughs> I just want to have a house. Now I've got this high-rise. <laughs> I invested the wrong way. I really want to be on a ship, but I can't admit it to myself because Admiral's supposed to be the pinnacle of a career. And yet I still just want to be a captain. <laughs> yeah. It, just, um, it plays out with the idea that, you know, the best performer in, in a role isn't always, the, you know, like the next logical step isn't for them to become a, a, an administrator of some sort. Yeah. You know, the latter isn't always to have you move up. Yeah. To the next level. Yeah. Is <laughs> you get off at the level that you're that you flourish in. Yeah. He yeah. was, I think, a very poor administrator. Because <laughs> this is general attitude. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't even want to see like, you know, his email chain. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that's probably a it's an inbox zero nightmare. So <laughs> He probably um, sends all of his emails like subject header has the whole message and it says EOM at the end of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, new tech, new spaceship design, new starship design, the Reliant. Yeah. With the big saucer and then everything kind of crammed underneath it. Right. Um, that We didn't get to see any of that really, you know, in, in the original series. It was all basically all the ships either looked like the Enterprise or like a cucumber, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the space zucchini out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting. There was a portable video communicator that they had in the uh, in Carol Marcus's lab. Okay. It was like a it was like a circular, you know, thirteen inch <laughs> FaceTime screen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're well, all just sort of sitting around it at one point, aren't they? I know, and they had that gigantic room, and they're like, why didn't they have a bigger screen for community? <laughs> David's like pushing her out off the screen to talk into the camera. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I have to say that there's the space station that they're on is like, looks most like the original series. We did. Like with that bright yeah. blue and the chunky yep. lights and stuff like yep. that. Yeah, and kind of just workstations with no one at them. Right. You know, but lights blinking. You're like, hmm. 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 I suppose Um, space station, you don't really need everything monitored all the time. I guess not. Sort of sitting still. I guess not. Um, Did you notice that on that space station, the doors don't open all the way? They just kind of like... (laughs) Let's make a like a partial opening. You had to kind of like mm, shoulder yeah. through. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was broken. Maybe it was broken. Maybe they think they're trying to 
control traffic, go one at a time through the door, you know, to, to stop a lot of the walk and talks. Maybe they didn't have that. Like, <laughs> you well, know, that, a... Yeah. And then the turbo lift where you can, like, this is a, I, let me just say, I think a woman's worst nightmare if you're in, a, in, you're in the elevator with your boss and he hits the stop button. Mm. It's like, that's a real power play oh, there man. that was uh, not, because she was in her like cat, her gi or whatever was probably gonna yeah. do some Vulcan karate or something like that. I imagine <laughs> she was doing the Klingon calisthenics. For a yeah, with with Worf and the yeah. pain stick, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or the Klingon Tai Chi that he did. Uh, but yeah, it was really uncomfortable because he, I don't remember what they were talking about, but that's when he mentioned her hair at some point on that elevator ride. She's like, it's still regulation. It was like, she's well, she ready still, to be harassed. <laughs> she was still asking about the Kobayashi Maru. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. Wouldn't, he's like, wouldn't he's like I'm not talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But why? I can't remember. Why does he stop it, though? Um, I don't remember off the top of my head why he stopped. I know he did. And then, and then like, they re- restart it. And then McCoy's like, what's the problem? Is the elevator broken or something? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he didn't call it a turbo lift. He, he, no, he didn't. He called it the elevator. He called it the elevator. It's like it's like McCoy Seinfeld walking onto the screen. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with the elevator? Deal with the elevator. They're never here when you want them. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I wanted to go to the. Um, sorry, I had it in my notes here. Okay, so they, they do the big shot of the of the Enterprise, right? Mm-hmm. When Kirk comes to do his tour, his inspection tour. Right. And there's that ensign, probably, with the electronic space whistle. Yeah, <laughs> the bosun's whistle. Yeah, the E, the e bosun whistle. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can vape with it, too. It looked like a vape yeah. <laughs> as well. Um, which would be, I mean, tech, you know, (laughs) (laughs) the multitasker, (laughs) you can call people to attention and vape at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Um, not essential, but pretty cool. Yeah. And I think they do that. I've seen them do that on next gen. Yeah. Yeah. Before too. So yeah. When Um, grand high muckety muck comes aboard. Uh, Did notice in, in relation to how everyone kind of talks about the Abrams enterprise with the gigantic nacelles you know the ample nacelles <laughs> um this enterprise had some pretty big nacelles what are nacelles the you know the big long tubes oh off okay the back, okay you know, yeah. where, the, where the warp um engines disperse their field gotcha yeah the nacelles mm. <laughs> i always um, try to make them tinker toys you know so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, we first encounter on the inspection the engineering team, and what right. were they wearing? They looked like I they wanted were to bleeding. that was on my that was on my list. <laughs> <laughs> they would look like they were bleeding out of the neck, like the white white suits and red cowls, or some had black. But I, I was going to ask if you had a bead on that because I had it in my notes of like, is that is it leisure tech? Is it? uniform modern essentials are they trying to make were they trying to do an engineering uniform 
to match the new bridge uniform with the the coffee filter neck <laughs> but they're like we need to make it more functional you know like i don't know i think like they're walking around in space pjs or something like they're about to to do a spacewalk i don't know yeah. why they have to have those jumps like they were going to go do a, a, an eva uh, you know outside of the ship all of them yeah. at any yeah. point in time you have to be ready to leave the ship and start- <laughs> yeah. yeah and and i think you know the red collar like because one of those guys dies right yeah and he, so i think it's a red shirt reference right yeah yeah for yeah. sure so what's the black one i don't know safe <laughs> not at risk not at risk <laughs> fighting it you won't die in this in this scene no <laughs> It was really, really uh, here's, weird. Yeah, here's, the, here's the notes they get in the morning in their morning uniform <laughs> email. Like, uh, Ensign, Ensign Smith, you were the black one today. He's like, oh, God. Oh, man. I'm not going to get it today. <laughs> <laughs> but Scotty looked like, I mean, he looked probably his best in the movies. He did. He yeah. was on it. Like, he was like alert. He seemed to be like completely enthusiastic. All business. And, yeah. Yeah. There I was think, and, like the funny look that he made when Kirk like wiped his fingers on the console. Yeah. Dust, and he's like, yeah. you know, <laughs> disparaging look at Kirk. Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> Get the crap, Jim. Yeah. I don't care about dust. Yeah. And then Jim climbs in that like open, like single person elevator. Like, as he like cuts the tour short. Uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> What was that? What was that? <laughs> it was like a pirate move or something. It was. It was like it's like I'm going to climb the mast now. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I cut something and then it like the the counterweight pulls me. Yeah, out. It just pulls me. <laughs> Wild. It was, a, it was like the first just sort of awakening of the swashbuckler in him. You do you know? think? Do you think because they had the the E Boson's whistle, was that like the E Boson's chair? <laughs> you know, like how you go Maybe. up. The, like paint the mast and like yeah. all that kind of stuff like it's oh the way, it's the way located right here in the bottom of the engineering deck yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a this this fast track to the crow's nest wherever that is on the and where does it let out i don't know because where does he end up like, we don't see him like jump onto the bridge for like some reason it's like hey i'm here yeah he just at that point it was like inspection over i'm gonna dick around on the ship yeah yeah, and that was um, that. That was, I think, his first move away from being a crusty admiral and, and back right. to the swashbuckling captain. Yep. Because he did look like Errol Flynn, you know, the way he, he did. That He's up. like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chala. like a little sword out, you know. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fast mateys. <laughs> Let's not forget the naval roots of the star trip, the star crafts. Well, we can't. No. They all they all have belly buttons, so <laughs> no, oh, no. different navel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean we could go that way if you want to, but there um. are lots of synchronized spotlights. Did you see that? No. When they were like powering up the ship, boom, 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 Oh. I was thinking like maybe this is the 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 start of smart lights. You know, <laughs> they have them all on an app and the guy's like doo, 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 and he's like dancing. Yeah, the, like to the space music in the background, you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe it's like you turn them on by playing that dance game. And oh yeah, yeah. What is that? Dance called? Dance Revolution. Yeah, or, that's it. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Right. Because <laughs> we've already talked about jamming the communicators. So they're all jamming anyway. They are jamming. That's for sure. Did you see the space honeycomb on the bridge? No. On both bridges, actually. There's this like panel mm -hmm. and it's just these lights behind this panel. And it looks like a space honeycomb. And like I've, I was thinking that maybe... I was thinking that maybe the bridge is powered by bees. Ooh, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I didn't notice that. I did notice uh, one difference of like when when things go badly and the ship starts getting damaged. Yeah. The bridge, the bridge in um, Wrath of Khan is like there's wires everywhere. Oh like, yeah. Like it's like a bad server nightmare or yeah, whatever they're yeah. pouring out. I don't I don't recall seeing any any wiring I, in the new one. I didn't see any wire and I also didn't see rocks falling from the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Chunks of things. Like I think in the new uh and into the darkness you get sparks more than anything. You get a lot of sparks. Well, I mean, look at the background, right? There's yeah. a whole lot of a whole lot of real estate back there for sparks to come out. Um so yeah, I think I thought the space honeycomb was funny. Um, oh, I wanted to ask your opinion on this. Okay. Into darkness, you get a lot of really good shots of the bridge. Mm -hmm. And in, in Wrath of Khan, it's basically like they're using the same bridge for both, you know, both ships essentially because of budget and that kind of stuff. Yeah. The view screen is a lot different. The into darkness bridge. Is that a window or let me pose it to you is it transparent aluminum retconned from star trek 4 could be well let's talk a second about into darkness when they have submerged the enterprise right? yeah and, and <laughs> big fish scare scotty which is like one of my favorite monkeys like yeah uh is this the question is is the enterprise a submarine too right I think it, you know, I was talking to Dax about it and he's like, well, it's, um, it's, um, you gotta be as tight and pressurized and stuff in space as you do underwater. So yeah. I mean, they train astronauts in water before yeah. they take them into space. Well, Scotty was not happy about it. Oh, he was <laughs> rather, he was rather intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mostly about the hull plating, you know, <laughs> Um, but I mean, in my opinion, I don't think a window would have done that. I think it was transparent. Transparent aluminum? I think so. Unless it was a, like a video feed. Could be. But I think it was, I like, I like window. You like window? I like transparent aluminum window. I, I mean, it kind of fits because we, in Star Trek four, they give that guy the formula and he starts inventing it, like in, in the eighties. It was, yeah, before it was actually introduced, we could be like closing that loop on on Star Trek Four storyline, which I think is awesome. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> definitely a one for the fans. Yeah, yeah. Discuss, please. <laughs> um, memory banks are full. Did you did you catch that memory yeah. banks? We don't call them that much anymore. 
don't. And I never hear that reference in Into Darkness. <laughs> they no. never talk about the memory banks being full. <laughs> uh, remind me where that was happening. Was uh, that was station? that was at the space station. Yep. And they're like, "Well, we we, just, we we need more we need more room. We need more memory banks. Our memory banks are full." What? Why did they need that? I think to continue doing more Genesis experiments. Okay. Now yeah. the gen uh, interesting. If we could talk about Dr. Carol Marcus for a little while, please. Um, I mean, she's my you know, uh, in in my family, she's uh, no one, but her son <laughs> is named after my dad. So. Oh yeah, David. <laughs> so okay, Dr. Carol Marcus. We see her in her forties, maybe. Yeah. Um, in the original series, and then she is in her twenties in. Into darkness, which I think yep. probably tracks with, with the timelines there. Yeah, I think that in, makes sense. In and in, into darkness, she's a weapons engineer, mm -hmm. and in this one, she's in um, you know, about not weapons, not yeah. weapons, but she uses essentially a weapon. Yeah, what I she mean, creates that's... is could be a weapon. <laughs> I mean, it can literally wipe the face of a planet clean. Yeah. So, yeah. And so both of them kind of take on the idea of Starfleet being militarized. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, much more strongly with the Admiral Grumpy Pants and Ender Darkness. Marcus's dad. Um, Admiral Marcus, uh, clearly. Um, clearly. That's how, na how naming works, I guess. But yeah. um, so it's interesting her career path. And like, I wonder if Dr. Marcus, you see her in the original series and because mm -hmm. they had a fling clearly. Uh, <laughs> and so was she a weapons specialist at that early point in her career? At that point in her career. And then she switched over to something else. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't, do you know? I don't know. There's oh. not a whole lot written about her. Hmm. That's your next, that's your first Star Trek book, Jeff. Girl Marcus backstory. Yeah. All right, I'm writing it down. Okay. And let mm. me read it first so I can tell you whether you're writing for a woman well or not. Okay. <laughs> okay. Works for me. Carol Marcus backstory. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see how, how she became the scientist that she did there and like she started as a weapons specialist. Now I've I mean, she, had to, she had to know something about weapons. Yeah. To think of using the, the Genesis device, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. But she, she was trying to solve a population problem. And not by blowing them up with a weapon, but by you know, wiping the planet clean. And they had to make sure there's no life there. Yeah. Um but there was no sort of in the into darkness. You don't necessarily. There's a little flirting going on with the, Doctor Marcus, but you don't. But nothing comes of it. Yeah, it's not. It's not borne out. <laughs> yeah. Um. And it's also sort of strange that, like, okay, so she got knocked up and she decided to keep the baby and not tell him. Like, I wonder if, in light of everything would a, would a woman in that position with the mores of today 
you know, decide to keep that baby. Where would, yeah, where would they have gone? Yeah. It's an interesting, it's an interesting point because David, um, he knows that Kirk is who Kirk is. Does he? At some, well, Carol tells him, mm-hmm. but Kirk really doesn't know who David is until, you know, much later in the movie. Um, well, he's he suspects. Like, oh yeah, I mean, he kind of looks, looks at her and looks at him. You know, like <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I feel I feel like they send him. You know, whenever they get stranded, um, wherever it was, they were stranded in the on under- the planet. On the planet, yeah, because they they beam down to the planet from the space station, mm-hmm. and then inside the planet is where the Genesis experiment was. Like yeah, inside of that phase two, yeah. the underground phase two, yeah, yep. And Which now, a great ahead. shot, by the way. Right yeah. when they show that in the movie, it's like, wow, that's yeah. The that, snozberries some... taste like snozberries. Yeah, I know it was totally the Willy Wonka chocolate room. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can almost see the the chocolate waterfall and <laughs> yeah, yeah, it had a Wonka vibe for sure. Definitely um, did. Now phase three is actually launching it on a planet but they don't launch it in a planet they launch it in that nebula right the nebula and like so did it just it just made a planet well yeah um well so that seems like it. no they, they could have figured that out they wouldn't have to find a planet with no life on it you think right um yeah. that's one of those happy accidents in science um <laughs> <laughs> they oh. happen all the time eureka <laughs> i hit my head on the bathtub <laughs> Came up with the came up with capacitor. The capacitor. <laughs> Man, our brains both went there. <laughs> um, a couple other tech notes that I had before I switch over to my tech in Into Darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, the captain of the Reliant. Yeah. Um, and Chekhov both had an Apple Watch, basically. Yeah. Like the precursor to the Apple Watch, and Khan was pulling the strings on it, but yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Speaking of uh, those two and Khan, they were essentially wearing buckets with handles. Their space yeah, suits. Their spacesuits. <laughs> so ridiculous! What's the handle for, other than for Khan to pick them up? One of the first things I wrote down. <laughs> like, why is there a handle on the spacesuit? Is that maybe they hook uh, maybe a, a tether or something there? It'd be a massive tether. I mean, like, it's not. Would... I feel like if you had a tether, you'd want it at your center of gravity, not right by your neck. Not right your neck. <laughs> it's like right here. The only thing I could think of was really just speed of plot. It gives yeah. Khan a perfect thing to grab and pick Chekhov. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and I mean, yeah, he's strong, but who couldn't pick Chekhov up like that, you know? I mean, at that point, right? He's, really <laughs> he's already. <laughs> he's already sweated it all out yeah. he is a sweaty guy yeah yeah he is. you'd think they would have figured out some kind of like moisture wicking or <laughs> electrolyte replenishment tech at that point <laughs> <laughs> one other like costume note uh, uh that if we could go back to kirk's apartment for a second okay. did you notice Mc- mccoy's like reverse chaps uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> like the usually the chaps like you're crotch and butt are yeah, not yeah, covered but yeah, they are yeah. covered here and like this the one is covered and yeah and, and they're like what is 
what is going on with those pants? Like, all, I, all, all I could write down was maybe Prince designed it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He'd want, his, he'd want his butt out, though. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but he I wouldn't guess. want someone else's. <laughs> no, that's true. Nobody wants to see Bones' bottom. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. It's, it's a bony bottom, I'm sure. It probably is. Um, ship hacking, the OG way. Yes. That was pretty sweet. When they, like, he has his back turn and he's giving the code to Kirstie Alley. Uh-huh. Yeah, like to punch in to like connect to the other ship. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't see that correlation in, in dark into darkness. They basically just got like hammered hard by Admiral Marcus's ship. Yeah. Well, and that one was a I mean he he had definitely beefed that up for his military vision. Yeah. Could fly with a minimal crew and could literally unleash fire. Yeah. At all. Especially during warp. Like that was nuts. Oh yeah, that that uh, shooting people Whatever in the that, middle of warp warp. Yeah. That was crazy town. Yeah. Um the uh, one note that wasn't a tech note, just had to ask was why did Scotty bring the burned kid to the bridge? From for dramatic effect. Like, wouldn't you just go to sick bay? Right? Well, did he have something important to say? Because I, I think I was like, got distracted during that. I was like, oh, there's that kid. He's dead now. No, he just like brought him up there. And he's like, why? Or something like <laughs> Why did you bring him to the bridge? They can't help you up here. No. <laughs> you don't see sick bay in Graphicon at all. Not very. You see, you see the bed, the one diagnostic bed, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, so weird. In the darkness, though, you get to see, isn't that where they had the gurneys, the floating gurneys? It is, yeah. The, um, the you see a lot gurneys. of sick bay. Yeah, <laughs> you see a lot of, of sick bay in Into Darkness. And you get to see McCoy wearing the all white doctor suit in Into Darkness, too. Yeah. <laughs> when, they re- when they revive Kurt. Yeah, at, at the hospital. When he's... <laughs> I've never noticed that all white and anything else except for that like that was whoa (laughs) it was it was like he was in heaven yeah yeah um strange choice i was thinking well the other thing i had in here was um what was it i just pushed it well you brought up the wiring calling wires and the ceiling um yeah I, I wrote down what, so like they were on like minimal power, like thrusters essentially. So I was thinking to myself, like, what does it take to restore impulse power to that ship? Like, like what, like they talk about the dilithium crystals, which I always thought was for warp. Right. Like so what, what are they using to fuel the, the impulse power? Is it gas? Hopeful plug. <laughs> Yeah, I went, that's what I wondered. Like, is it a hybrid of, you know, dilute the, the warp engines and then like combustion? Yeah, I mean, because you see a lot of gas explosions on the ship. It's like yeah. maybe there's some kind of, you know, propellant yeah. gas or something. Yeah. That's what I, I, I would assume they're like boosters or whatever that, that are more 
conventional fuel source. Yeah, it was a, it was it was interesting because they're like it took a long time to get impulse power back. <laughs> yeah, well, like a guy down there like stoking a coal fire with a <laughs> yeah. fan. Yeah. Just a few more minutes, Captain. I'm good. <laughs> For as much that went wrong with the ship, there was not enough Scotty for my taste. And no, there was a lot of things that were going wrong too. <laughs> yeah, and and there probably wasn't enough time to show him because he was just running around trying to fix stuff. <laughs> but those are some of the, like the the thing that was really missing in Wrath of Khan. Now that I think about it, was the humor. It was, it um, and I think because we kind of got treated to a good dose of it in Star Trek Four. But where, this one came where, first. No, no. This it was a Star Trek 2. I'm sorry, Star Trek 2. But we we got, we you and I got a taste of, of the humor in Star Trek 4. Yeah. They overcorrected. <laughs> because three doesn't have a whole lot of humor in it either. No. Um, and motion picture is just, you know, 25 minute shots of the Enterprise going back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they very little, very little dialogue in that. <laughs> I think it's like there's humor in like the relationships. Um, basically the you know, the Spock and Kirk and then Spock, Kirk and Bones and then Scotty and anybody really. Um, yeah. and that I feel like when they got to the movies they decided like this is sci fi, this is serious and like the mm. I felt like sci fi was really, really serious for a while. In the 80s. Well, yeah, I mean, think about like Dune, right? Yeah, well, that was hardly a serious movie, though. Was but it? It wasn't, it wasn't serious in terms of um, how everyone treated it, <laughs> but I think it was serious it was in nature. It doesn't have humor built into it, but they shot it pretty bad. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then uh, like the, the, the 2001 yeah. movie, and everybody was so And like so Alien. Serious. Yeah. Alien, there's, there's, that's not a funny movie. No, <laughs> but I think, I think that, uh, you know, one, two, was three it, were, was it a were... reaction to, um, was it a reaction to maybe an artistic or a reaction to Airplane and Airplane Two, because William Shatner was in Airplane Two, yeah, and they go into space, and he's like yeah, that all was these lights and buttons <laughs> and. <laughs> But then they, I think by Star Trek Four, I think they started to see the end of the line for them. And, yeah. and that was really a love letter from Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, yeah. And then um, the rest, I think they started to realize the banter is part of what makes Star Trek wonderful. Yeah. Um, and that's never lost in the J.J. In the Abrams ones. It isn't. I think there's always that, there's always like, if not a joke, there's always like the knowledge that a joke like they shared a joke yeah like if you don't see the joke on screen you still there's still like a you know there's a joke that was told yeah well or and just the the idea where kirk will be like would you stop that you know like yeah. bones chasing him around with medicine I know. or something like that <laughs> with the hypo sprays yeah. <laughs> yeah um a couple of my tech notes from into darkness um News crawl of the future when you walk into uh, the um, the Starfleet headquarters and there's just that crawl going across the screen. It's like, is this Fox News or <laughs> CNN <laughs> of of the future? You know, like yeah, 
a new a new planet has just been discovered breaking news you know that kind of stuff um i did ask purely for my knowledge um how much ocean did they displace when they landed yeah. in the ocean because like if you, did even, they if, even if you don't show yourself to the folks that you're not supposed to for prime directive reasons wouldn't anyone notice a massive amount of flooding they were near a cliff and maybe yeah. that I mean, they, that helped they, quell it a little bit. Yeah, and they did. They must have done it at night, I would imagine, because it's not. They don't have cloaking. They've come with the spotlights off, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like Prius mode, like under five miles an hour, so it can <laughs> quiet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I would. I because we, we start in Medius Race, right, where they've already that's already been done, so we don't have to answer those questions. Yeah. The movie doesn't yeah. have to answer them, but. Uh, it makes you wonder. I really want, I really want that, um, that like video still editing manipulation software that Kirk was playing with during that conference after they see Khan blow up, like, like leaving, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like looking at all the different video angles and he's like, he's like spinning it. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Like I want that. Yeah. That's tech that I want right now. <laughs> yeah. It, it has replaced yelling at Hans. Yeah, I'm sticking here in that. You just dig in where you know, use your hands to manipulate the image. Yeah, that was, was pretty cool. sweet. That was awesome. Um, he, yeah, he put it together real quick that that was a sort of a distraction in order to get all mm-hmm. the Starfleet folks in one room. Yep. But that, uh, you know, Khan at the beginning was uh, really, it's, it's, it, interesting how he went about trying to compromise somebody in Starfleet um and yeah and that like that's how spies work that's how terrorists work you know like they 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 find the heart issue yeah and they manipulate that yeah to get you to do like if you know the right thing to do would have been to like report him you know but Mm -hmm. then he loses his daughter but in this uh, it you know, he gives his life to save his daughter, but he ends up, well, yeah, actually I mean, in the still, long we're run. Still, we're still like, like in the middle of like, you know, in like in our day and age, right? The, mm-hmm. If you see something, say something type of mentality. Yeah. You know? But if you're compromised, it's difficult for sure. And then ultimately, I think Khan, despite his methods, exposed corruption in Starfleet. Mm-hmm. And this idea of militarizing and, and Scotty is the first to protest. He is. And I think rightly so. Yeah. Um, which is funny, you know, as you think about like where you were a few minutes ago talking about Carol Marcus mm-hmm. and the weaponization and yet, and yet Scotty is like, hold on, <laughs> I'm not signing for these things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cause I don't know what they are and it's the right move. Like, yeah. <laughs> You know, and I think the difference between that Scotty and the Scotty we get in the original series isn't that much. I think Scotty was always was always sort of like, hold on, this is <laughs> we need to think we need to take a second here and think that even the couple times that he had to assume command, mm-hmm. he wasn't the guns blazing, you know, maverick. He no. was he was very much concerned with how do we make the, the right move that 
can also avoid a battle. Also a healthy distrust of authority. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and rightly yeah. so in this, in this case. Um, I loved the, I, I just loved the, because I, I mean, I've also watched the Chernobyl series a couple yeah. times now and uh, his um, illusion of, this is literally an atomic catastrophe waiting to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. Kirk, Kirk was just too carried away. Well, he was, um, I mean, I think there was a bit of, of anger about what happened to Pike. Mm -hmm. I think there was a little bit of like, I need to prove myself. Yeah. Um, and Marcus is giving me the chance to go prove myself. And Marcus yeah. is saying, you know, unleash hell. Yeah. And Marcus, talk about manipulating somebody. Uh, the pawn, like Kirk was a pawn in this. Oh, the whole time. He, and if, if it hadn't been Kirk, it would have been someone else, but I'm sure he was glad to have Kirk go after him. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, new tricorder. Did you see Scotty's tricorder? Yeah, when he was in the bar? Yeah. <laughs> that was so cool. <laughs> It looked, like, me. It, looked like, it looked like a magnifying glass. It was this tiny, it was like, it looked like a magnifying glass. He was holding, okay, but it was a tricorder because he was like getting the readings and everything. I was like, what? <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty sweet. Um, they both handed in their resignation on yeah. an iPad, him and his little friend. His little friend. <laughs> Do we know that guy's name or? Um, forget. No, but he was the same actor. That played the Oompa Loompa in the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. That Johnny Depp did. Yeah. Love yeah that Debbie guy. John or something like that. So. Love it. Um, um, what? So I asked this question. What kind of shielding would you have to put on something to hide a human, like bio sign? Lead. You think lead? Because I think like I mean, lead is what. Superman couldn't see through, right? Right. That's why probably I went right there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It would, I mean, I would think that Khan could have come up with some sort of maybe, maybe it's non transparent aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, it had to be a force field of some kind. Yeah. More than anything. More than anything it was, physical. It was definitely it was definitely interesting. Um, yeah. I did write down like why did he have that puny little ship there on Earth when he could have just had one of the birds of prey? Because those birds of prey that they show were pretty sweet looking. Yeah. Yeah. Those those were even better than the menacing bird of prey that you get in the you know in the other Star Trek movies. Yeah. They were they, these were like I'd be scared if I saw one of those things coming at me. <laughs> well, he was in Starfleet, right? He had he had joined Starfleet as yeah. Well, they had a, they had kind of awoken him. Yeah, Marcus Marcus kind of broke him out and awoken him, <laughs> or woke him. Maybe he was woke. I don't know. <laughs> he was woke. He was woke for sure. If anybody was woke, Khan was woke. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah, and maybe that's where part of my cumber beef comes in, <laughs> uh, because like. <laughs> I'm not saying that a a, a a Brit from probably the 
in the United K couldn't be named Khan, but at the same time, they could have maybe flexed that a little bit and pulled another act besides Cumberbatch. Just like throw who, that out. Who would you think would be a better Khan? Who would I think would be a better Khan? Um, I could throw Javier Bardem in. Is he in the new dude? Really? He is. He's also in um, Skyfall. He's the the bad guy in in James Bond Skyfall. Okay, so you're you're looking for a more kind of Mediterranean, yeah, uh, kind of spicier individual than spicier a spicier individual. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you get that with Ricardo. Cumberbatch is great. He's, he's great, and I'm not not disparaging him, mm-hmm. but. You know, just saying. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're a fan of the original movie and and Montalban's Khan, Montalban? Montalban? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Benedict Cumberbatch is a strange choice. Like, uh, so maybe, I mean, maybe that's the motivation. Like, they want to get away from. Well, and if that's, I mean, I could certainly see that. Like, if you were talking about the Kelvin timeline and the original, you know, prime timeline, mm-hmm. um, that is a divergent choice. Mm-hmm. Not a problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think in I the did, end, it, it, he really did pull it off. And as much as he was sort of brutal in his thinking and, and revenge, he's yeah. very relatable as a person calling out. Um, Starfleet um it's bullshit yeah um what did i wrote down here 23 17 sorry my kids are playing upstairs today um portable moving hole in the glass in the brig yeah just that, showed like, up where you like it. pulls up and like has him stick his arm through and then yeah. like pulls it off to the side. Now I love it. I think it's amazing tech. Is it the same as like the like or similar to the portable black hole that you could get in Looney Tunes? <laughs> Correct. <cartoon? me>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Did some... we finally realize this from the from the cartoons and like make it into a tech? Because that was pretty awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> was i would imagine that subspace had to be used somehow in that yeah for sure <laughs> the cause of an answer to all problems yes um i thought it was great tech though yeah. um it was really cool yeah. um how about that, how about bones playing with a triple yeah that's cool that was pretty cool that was that was pretty sweet um did you notice the um I'm sorry. I was saying um, what that that hangar for that ship, the um, Admiral Marcus's ship, where they like Scotty goes running down that huge. Hangar oh yeah. Try to get to the the trash door, right? Yeah. What are they landing in there? I don't know. A fleet. It, it was <laughs> like a- Battlestar Galactica all over again. <laughs> yeah. It was huge. It was huge. And that, that was some of the humor there where he's like, I'm running. I'm, I'm, I'm running. running. I'm trying to get there. And they're like, come on, it's getting, what would have, I mean, they would have been obliterated. Had they, they would have just been splattered against the side of the ship. 
I mean, yeah. everybody was rolling natural 20s on that particular yep. scene. It was preposterously weird, uh, impossible. Yeah, there. Yeah, that was exactly at the speed of plot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it was impressive. Of course, it it was a very difficult problem that they chose a high risk solution to manage, and it ended up fine, as I think we all knew it would. Yeah, it was. But I did like Khan and Kurt pairing up against somebody else. Like, yeah, like that was, and like you knew that you had to trust him, but you didn't want to trust him. Yeah, 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 and that, yeah, that that's a good angle. More complex relationship than uh, in the original movie. Oh, for where sure. Where they were that's just trying level... to outdo each other. Yeah. Well, in, in the in the in the movie in the Khan movie, he was just so wrapped up with revenge at that point. Yeah. That he didn't have the room for anything else. Yeah, and let, let me talk a second back on the, like, that, the cons guy with the feathered hair, blonde feathered hair. Yep, was that and the his, bacon sleeve. Yeah, <laughs> was that his son? <laughs> I have to think it was. I think it was, too, because he was like, you know, you know, that, I think that, I mean, not that Khan wasn't already out for blood because he'd been marooned. But then his son dies. But then his son dies. Potential, yeah. Um. Yeah, and then, and then I thought maybe he was like, I'll get your son now, but I don't think that happened. I don't, think he, so I don't think he went there, but I think he just wanted to destroy Kirk. Yeah. And, there's and I, think that, I think that was misguided. I mean, because yeah. Because his son begs be, him. He's like, you have the Genesis device. Leave. Yeah. Get out of here. Like, you, you won. You won. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I have to defeat Kirk. Yeah, and that was, that was his Achilles heel. That space battle, though, in the nebula yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. I think that was better than the warp battle Yeah, in Into Darkness. Yeah. Well, and then at the final scene where Kurt or Khan is like, what are those series of canisters that... Yeah. <laughs> what? what was that? What was that? You know? Yeah. <laughs> those roller bearings or whatever that... <laughs> what was that? That was the, the Genesis device. And he was just, he was activating it. He was just arming it, yeah. yeah. And then so ultimately, he blows minutes. it up in the nebula, yeah. 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 It took him well longer than four minutes. Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, and we didn't even talk about this, Jeff, where Spock goes down to repair the something the warp in the warp. The warp. And that yeah. was the most meticulous, dainty activity. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, he, got, he goes and gets these little gloves. Yeah. It was like a, like a like a museum docent, right? He like yeah. walks in and like carefully moves. <laughs> Takes off the chef's hat of the tube and <laughs> the cloak, <laughs> and then he re reaches in this tube and he's you don't see anything he's doing. Well, he's 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 arranging the flowers, you know. Okay. <laughs> and then he puts it back on, and then as that that what gives him more power to get the heck out of there. They that was way more than four minutes. That was a lot longer than four minutes. And um, the contrast, actually, one of the things that I wrote down was like this dainty activity by Spock, right? Yeah. Versus Kirk just hanging on to a pylon and kicking <laughs> yeah. the warp core. Yeah. In the was, yes, it was amazing. Like just the physicality of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in contrast. And, and of course, Kirk would do something more physical. 
Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, strength and... he's not going to be tossing a salad or making a flower. <laughs> he's going to be using a Kirk Fu. Yeah. To bust. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there would be drones or androids or something that could have done that. Yeah. Well, and I think this is where I love what discovery did. Yeah. In, in their series with the introduction of those, those two drones that are AI drones yeah, that can go and do these hazardous things. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bonkers that they don't have that. That problem in both of those things could have been solved by some sort of AI. Yeah, why is a human going in there to do that? Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's essentially, know. and this is what I wrote down. This is what I wrote down. Did you see the Chernobyl series on HBO? Yes. Okay. Yes. When they send the guy out on the roof to see if it's on fire, mm-hmm. it's essentially that. Hey, yeah. um, just go out there and check it out. Check it out. You don't have any like closed circuit cameras that are <laughs> yes. operating that you could use, or like <laughs> yeah, the this this idea of like that kind of forced heroism it, I, I i don't buy it in this is as much as that it creates such a moment for both mm. it's like this is dumb because you like you don't, well, you don't have it. you don't know you don't have like data who could have handled that um or you know at least like the robot arms that you could control with like joysticks yeah the or servos right like the yeah. servos that you can put your arms into and move yeah yeah it's I yeah. just I just think it's good. And then I think the, the servos definitely could have worked for the flower arrangement yeah. for in, in con. <laughs> well, and then you have a servo arm that was strong enough to pull that that piece back yeah. in alignment. It's dumb. It's really dumb that they that have engine that. room on the on the on the on on the into darkness enterprise, that engine room is gigantic. Yes. So you're telling me they couldn't put a crane in there right. to kind of move that thing? <laughs> Maybe it was the t- the time crunch. Like, like they had to in the first one. It would still be it would still to me be better than like the the you know in the arcade where there's the claw arm that comes down to move it with the joystick. Like you could do something like that even like oh I'm almost there I'm almost (laughs) another quarter in I'm gonna get this thing aligned or even a wrecking like use that as a wrecking ball you know yeah yeah I think that that was thinking inside the box a little bit Uh, yeah I think you're right. To throw for a person, and it may, that's just human nature, I guess. But yep. um, and also the story needing to show you that these people are willing to die for their crew. Um, Good question. In both movies, though, how's the ship yeah. out of danger? Yeah. Right. Yep. Which you know they do the clever little twist on it in Into Darkness. Yeah. He's, um, he's like ship okay or something like that. He doesn't yeah. say it exactly. But, yeah. It's it's similar question, but not exactly the same. Yeah. Um, but we are. It, it's a false loss because you know they they go in there and they do believe they're giving their lives for it but we get them back uh, because in the original series the next movie will have the genesis device reviving yeah and he did yep. transfer his memories to bones so like and then bones know, pours it into the new spock yeah and then in this one you had you know super soldier blood yep to revive kirk so Super soldier it, blood filtered through a triple. <laughs> yeah, it, it cheapens their sacrifice a little bit. It yeah. does. It, um, yeah, I uh, I agree. 
it well it, it it points out the kind of ridiculousness of even needing to do the sacrifice like okay mm-hmm. then just throw a machine at it yeah not that i didn't i mean and here's the thing like i feel like into darkness is probably the least popular i'd, I'd agree the new I'd ones agree. well and that's sad because there were some great moments in it yeah um, uh, the fight like when 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 spock loses it out of like anger for Luke and England Kirk dies. And yeah. they just like the most brutal Spock food fights that are happening out like on top of like floating garbage ships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like what I really love about the new movies is like getting into Spock's um, human side and unle- unleashing a lot of emotion. Yeah. There's so much more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, He's but, not as nearly as aloof, you know. No, but he's also a little bit full of himself. Um, that you don't really get that so much in the original series, but like when they're getting dressed down by the ad, like Pike or whatever, yeah, and he's just sort of like, you know, what, what, what? I'm following what? regulations, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like which which attitude are you referring to? Like I have several yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like yeah, it, you couldn't say that to a to an admiral. Come on. Like, no, he was saying that to Pike, wasn't he? I mean, Pike was like... He was him. a commandant, you know. Oh, okay. Was, or a commodore, possibly. So. Yeah, the, uh, then... Um, uh, shoot, I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, 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 in the beginning, when he's going to, like, sacrifice himself in the volcano in order to save mm-hmm. those, those people. I mean, that's why they, they were getting dressed down. They were breaking prime directive. Because Kirk was like uneventful in his report and Spock detailed everything that happened um and like I mean that that whole business of him and the volcano I was like oh get over yourself you know (laughs) it was yeah yeah. her gets rightly mad at him yeah yeah Yeah. and he's like I just I just love you too much to feel it at the time Oh, and then they were squishy again. Um, but that, <laughs> it's so funny. She's like, "Wouldn't you agree?" And he's like, "Don't bring me into this." Don't bring- <laughs> that, that scene was really, uh, really sweet. Um, but I don't yeah. understand why they were there in the first place. Mm-hmm. There's no, yeah, there's no reason for why they're even on the planet. I mean, because there's this is a society that was nowhere near warp ready. Which is, um, I they think shouldn't, have, they shouldn't have been there, and there's no reason for them to have ever gone into the culture in any shape or form. And it looked like an Indiana Jones movie, the beginning of an Indiana Jones movie, because he's yeah. holding like an old scroll, and they yep. were tearing, you know, tearing I was waiting for the ball, waiting for the ball yeah. to come rolling after him, you know. Well, you know, that, that whole scene, like you should have learned how to speak Javitos, you know, and uh, yeah. just getting chased by this, this tribe. And then he eventually like hangs it up and leaves. It's like, what were you there to get that? What was that scroll? Why did what you? What was have the it? whole thing for? Right. It, it it was a weird, but it I mean, it was visually stunning opening to the movie. Yeah, it was quite a contrast from what you'd seen from previous Star Trek movies in terms yeah. of that. Yeah. But it, it it. But was it was it only to just really to set the stage of the Enterprise coming out of the water? I can't like maybe okay because i mean that's a visually cool shot right right so maybe they're out in space and they see this well they they look at this planet 
oh, they're, they're primitive society, whatever, um, let, leave them alone. But then scanners indicate that this volcano is about to like obliterate, obliterate the whole planet, yeah. which is, well, that's not how volcanoes work, but okay. <laughs> not <Yeah>. generally. <laughs> it's like, you can't take out a city or, you know, it's still, it's a bad. Maybe even a county, you know. Like yeah, a- <laughs> yeah. Oh, three county, right, you know, the tri-county yeah. area. Yeah, tri-county. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I think maybe it was, you know, a young captain seeing a problem and thinking that it was important enough to break the prime directive, which we've talked about before, which is more of a guideline. Like, yep. um, there are times when it's, you do break it and you also then have to defend it. And that's where Kirk failed as a captain, like not being able to defend it well, or even like question, they didn't go through the process of breaking the prime directive. They were just getting, he got demoted and put yeah. you know, Pike back in charge, which, I mean, I think that's legit, um, you know, cause I think he was being a maverick and he needed an Iceman in charge of that for, you know, I think if yep. you're going to be a captain, you have to have some restraint. Uh, you can't just be trying to be a hero all the time. Well, yeah. And I think, I think the lesson, and I think you see it, and you see it borne out even better as um, the movie goes on, but also into beyond, is the lesson to Kirk of the ship is great. Yes. Having, having a mission is really cool. Mm-hmm. But it's more than just that. It's building the relationship with the people on board too. Yeah. And also maintaining appropriate relationships with the societies that you encounter. Yeah. Yeah. So, because um, they probably, I mean, again, <laughs> I don't think that, that it was great that they also then went to the Klingon homeworld. <laughs> That, um, yeah, well, they that was part of the, the they, they crossed trap. the neutral zone that way, right? <laughs> well, that was the Admiral set that up for him to make that move, you know what I mean? No, it was awful. It was, yeah, that Admiral was bad news, he was, he was, and um, but then you know, Khan was able to, I don't know if the Admiral maneuvered it that way or Khan did to get them, uh, the Admiral sure. did, yeah. So he, but, but he Khan knew war. about it because he had already he had already hacked in. Yeah, yeah. So do um, all the stuff like damn. Khan was a really complex anti-hero in this movie where he was just sort of a a blaster, and there were, you know it's just revenge, 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 revenge. And it, and and Khan in this one was like, I just want my people back. You know he'd been exploited by this this general. Um, and he wanted to make that general pay. He didn't have beef with Kirk. So. Sorry, I'm re- replying to communication that just came in. <laughs> Subspace. Yeah, on my pad. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, but I think, I think, and maybe this is the difference, right, uh, between the two movies. And, and I really like how you brought that up in terms of the timeline earlier, too. Um, maybe Kirk and Khan in um, the Wrath of Khan movie wouldn't have had the Wrath of Khan if they had had a chance to to maybe stay, take a step back and see where they were being manipulated. Yeah. 
to lessen and like you know if i would think take walking away from this, um into darkness if i were kirk i would be like scotty is my moral compass and if he's not cool with something i should stop and think about it yeah um, because i yeah maybe that's yeah because spock will will probably voice his um disagreement but he won't he resign. won't put up a fight <laughs> yeah. yeah he's not gonna resign like like scotty would yeah, yeah. he'll disagree and commit and he'll say i want my you know i want my objection noted yeah <laughs> okay. for the record yeah, scotty's the record. like you know Screw the, record. the record now ends <laughs> yeah, we're done here uh, yeah so. any yeah. other any other tech thoughts here i think no i think in general where i was going with it was um you know general um yeah. was like the tech between both definitely showed um some really good uses of the tech um by the crew and it wasn't just to move the plot along yeah if the genesis device was amazing tech mm -hmm. um and scary at the same time yeah. right uh, and then you have that contrast with the torpedoes that these rebel you know these new mark 10 torpedoes that are being brought on board that scotty's like i don't know anything about these there's no yeah. specifications for them i don't want to bring them on here at all um the fight over that that tech i think makes a lot of sense to me so mm. yeah. yeah so i think that I think that gets me through where I needed to go on that. Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, I love the the original movie. I think it was took itself too seriously, um, but you know that it's it's a, it's a really good story and really awesome tech that still holds up. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it wasn't overused. I, it, the tech in Wrath of Khan definitely looks like it was 80s imagining of sci-fi, but not, not horrible. Um, it wasn't super visionary. It wasn't super visionary. It was probably a little bit safer, mm -hmm. you know, but it, that's okay. Um, where Abrams is able to get away with a little bit more because of what we have available to us now too. Yeah. yeah. And I, and what I you know, the, the idea of having technology that's just for convenience sake and not necessarily for Starfleet sake, you know, like mm. the, um, the gurneys that floated around, you know. Anti-grav gurneys, yeah. Yeah, like those, those would be, it would solve so many problems for, like if we had that like kind literally of just punch in a code of where it needs to go. And it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, you know, just guide it gently and, you know, you know the patient isn't, disrupted and, and jostled and everything yeah yeah, yeah. um even the little and this was from the wrath of Khan, but the little portable breathing devices that they had in engineering you know mm -hmm. like that was a great a great little piece of tech that didn't get a whole lot of like talk about right but you could see why it would be so important it's not like it throw on and you know an evac suit or anything like that to get to get out of danger so yeah right yep oh you ready for a cookie Sure. 
You have one? I'm gonna go first. I have one. Okay. I have one ready. Satisfaction is not guaranteed. Okay. That's true. <laughs> For you're, sure. You're assuming that satisfaction will be guaranteed, but there's no, if I don't say that you're going to be satisfied, you're not going to be satisfied. <laughs> well, and even if- and I don't take- I don't take ownership of your satisfaction with right. this transaction that we're doing. <laughs> but satisfaction is also not guaranteed when you seek revenge, as we learned. Uh, yeah, I mean, Khan certainly, um, he, I would say he didn't resolve his problem. <laughs> no. Well, ultimately he did because he was dead at that point. Oh, yeah, I guess there's that res resolution. But <laughs> <laughs> That'll scratch the itch forever. I would, I would posit that. Hi. Hi, how you doing? Good. Good. You guys up here playing? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I would posit that um, Benedict Cumberbatch's con actually got a better resolution. Oh, yeah. Went back to his people. Yes. That was a satisfying result. Like, I, yeah. I feel like the end of uh, Wrath of Khan was unsatisfying on many levels. Well, I feel young, Jenny. <laughs> well, oh. Except for Kirk, who's totally set with this whole journey was in, was in order to help him feel better about himself. Get out of his funk, yeah. Yeah. Snap himself out. So he kills his friend and destroys the ship and other people and, you know, happy when, accident, creates a new planet with a yeah. <laughs> crazy device. <laughs> when in actuality, had he just taken Bone's advice at the beginning and like snapped out of it, like you're being a real grumpy bone, get back into space. Yeah. You know. Like, Probably could have avoided some of that. Could have. Yeah. yeah. You know what? You're right. This 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 admiral ship is not. Maybe this jammed. isn't the thing for me. Yeah. And also, it's okay if it's not okay. You know, like I can do something other, about. My other question to that, and excellent point, Jenny, mm -hmm. is like in the original series, up to that point, like we had an established like there was that commodore rank that was like a captain of captains, yeah. and they were still yeah. in space. Why didn't they just make him a Commodore? Right. Well, he couldn't sing. Uh, He's not easy like Sunday morning. Lionel Richie was still in the group at that yeah, point. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not even Kirk could have taken that spot. So. <laughs> Until he started dancing on the ceiling. And then. <laughs> right. <laughs> the things you can do in anti-grab, it's just... <laughs> well, things you can do in anti-grab extend because you can do them all night long. Because gravity isn't pulling on you. See, right. just roping in all the analogies that I can there. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's my there's my cookie. Satisfaction is not guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, so um, let's see. Oh, a deal is a deal. A deal is a deal. A deal is a deal. So you got to stick to it, it right? You got to stick to it. Did like Kirk changed the deal? Oh yeah. And in, in Into Darkness too, um, by taking the ship to the Klingon homeworld and not just firing the torpedoes at it. Yes. Yeah. So. Was he being more Ferengi than than he would have been normally? <laughs> Maybe I I think you know you, 
Yes. Because the mission would have been Pike's initially if Pike hadn't been killed. Well, I think that they had to, I think the general had to get Pike out of the way. You think so? Yeah, to get, because he knows Kirk's a hothead. And, and Pike would have, would have shown some restraint. Pike would have seen through all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's convenient to to his deal to kill off Pike. So, mm-hmm. yep, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, deal is a deal. They put him on the planet and they gave him. They put Khan on the planet, and at the time before what they describe as the um, asteroid hitting the planet and kind of getting knocked out of the regular gravitational pull, which messes up the planet, turns it into a landscape. Yeah. <laughs> um, the deal was you're going to go there with supplies and with your crew. Right. And you, you would have had a plenty. Yeah. You know, and then it wasn't Kirk's fault that the place went to dust. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the hard part, right? It's like, I mean, Kirk, yeah, sure. You could be mad at him because he put you on the planet, but he not like Kirk fired something off to set it off into, into some kind of destructive mode. Yeah. So, yeah. Con looking for <laughs> a looking for a loophole. Yeah, seeking revenge against Kirk was not part of the deal. No, uh, that planet being destroyed was also not part of the deal. True, yeah. which I think is a good, um, good segue over to what Grandpa Klingon had to say. Oh, very good. Uh, don't put all your bloodworms in one basket. <laughs> oh. It's so funny that you that that's the grandpa's thing on a little negative wisdom because I was in a I was in a meeting this week where a person was talking about four hundred one k's, and he's like, you know, it's just like that saying where you never put all your eggs in one basket because if you drop the basket, all your eggs break. And I'm like, I've never heard. It's like is that I've never heard anybody explain it. Like you've gone to the the, the, the full explainer mode here. Yeah, like, <laughs> do you think people? Don't know that that's what that means. Well, you see, you shouldn't put all your eggs in the basket because if you trip and you drop the basket, then all the eggs break. Yeah, and then you're out of eggs. <laughs> well, what happens if you drop your basket of blood? The early bird gets the worm because you see the conditions <laughs> in the atmosphere are better in the morning for worms to come up because it's cooler ground and they're looking for replenishment of their resources before they go underground when it's warm. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Which I don't know if you ever saw other guys. Was it Will Ferrell and Mark? Uh, no, I haven't seen the other guys yet. Yeah, he does the very same thing with the FBI federal body inspector. Oh. He like explains that whole joke. I was dying. Yeah. I was dying. <laughs> also, why do all these analogies have to do about worms? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so what happens <laughs> if you drop your basket of blood worms? Like they well, just go everywhere, right? They just go everywhere. I feel like you could recover them easier than you. You don't have eggs. any, yeah, but you don't have any at that point because they they go into the ground. Is that what bloodworms do? I would imagine. I, I mean, well, I think they're going. What I the picture body. the Klingon homeworld as being a lot of like dirt roads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but bloodworms kind of they they do they drink blood? Is that why? They're, yeah, they're full of blood. They're full of blood. Ugh. So don't you put them all Because if you drop them, then you pick them up, they start drinking the blood. 
But why are they valuable in the first place? Well, they're a, they're a delicacy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you see, oh, um, oh Klingons. Actually, um, actually, they make a great addition to your <laughs> Klingon charcuterie board. God. <laughs> That's a moving target, isn't it? <laughs> it is, literally. <laughs> awesome. You have, to, you have to have a standing table to eat as Klingon computer. Stops <laughs> yeah. moving, you got to kind of yeah. be able to pivot a little bit. You know, if they have to eat, you got to play goalie. Yeah. <laughs> got to have a good side-to-side motion in there. Yeah. <laughs> it aids in digestion. <laughs> what? <laughs> in digesting what? <laughs> Anything. Uh, so yeah, that's Grandpa Klingon's little advice for us. So great. Well, well I think that wraps us up then, huh? Yeah, it sure does. Uh, we appreciate <laughs> everyone spending some time with us, listening to our tech breakdown Same. of the two movies. I also um, realized that you, I watch a movie and two days later, I it's hard to remember it. Like, I think really I should take notes hmm. next time. Well, I mean, I wasn't doing the notes to show off. No, no, I know that. I'm a note taker. I was doing the notes. I was doing the notes because I'm a note guy. Yeah, I, I am too, but I thought I could rely on my memory. But um, it, in fact, I, I learn better when I'm writing. So yeah, what a fun fact. Take notes. Well, and, and that helps me to kind of organize stuff later on, obviously, so that I can yeah. think about where I was going to go with my ideas. So. Uh, well, I think then... Um, Obviously, if you like what you heard, give us a thumbs up or a rating and yeah. come over to our Facebook page and yep. join check, the check. conversation. We have lots of funny memes over there all the time and yeah. <laughs> some funny crowd of fun, fun folks. A good, yeah, there's a good crowd over there. Um, I think that's a, a funny place to, to be able to just go and, and, and get a good smile. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think I think that wraps us up then, Jenny. It does. And, you know, horseplay leads to sickbay, so be careful out there. Yeah, and if it's in the case of the Wrath of Khan movie, you don't know where sickbay is. No, just wander around the ship. Yeah. <laughs> just, just be cool. <laughs> no horsing around in the engineering. <laughs> <laughs>